Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome. Today is August 10th, 2022, and we're going to get corny tonight. So hopefully you are all here to share your corn recipes. And I don't care if it's fresh corn, canned corn, cornmeal, anything you can do with corn. That's what it's all about. It's one of my favorite vegetables. So thank you, Katie, for being our host. Thank you, for Belinda, for streaming. So welcome everybody that's listening on ACB Media. So let's just get to it. So if you have a recipe, and even if you don't, you know the routine, I want you to say hello. So Miss Katie, do we have any hands raised yet? Yes, um, I believe this is Dolly, phone number eight, starting 812. Dolly, is that you? Hello. Hi, how are you tonight? I'm okay, I'm okay. Thank Good. you. Hope everyone else is doing well. Good. I have a recipe for corn pudding. Um, simple. It's um, one can of cream corn, one can of kernel corn, one stick butter melted, one cup sour cream, one package of corn muffin mix, two eggs, one fourth cup sugar. You melt the butter in an eight by eight pan, and then uh, you mix the other ingredients. You pour it in the pan. You bake it at 350 for about 45 minutes to an hour or until golden brown. One of my favorite things is corn pudding. <laughs> that sounds fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much You're for welcome. being here. You're welcome. All right. Oh, yeah, from Southern Indiana, don't forget. Oh, no, we, we, I, I wouldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided after two and a half years, I'm not even going to ask people where they live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all oh, right, well. who's next? Peggy, go ahead, please. Hi, Peggy. Hi. I love corn, too, even though, as Holly said, it might not be the best vegetable for us, but anyway. <laughs> um, my recipe is for black bean and corn salad, and this is one of my go-tos when um, somebody calls me, like, in the morning and says, oh, you want to do a cookout at 1 o'clock, or so, you know, and you don't think you have anything. Um, so it calls for one can of black beans drained. And then it calls for two cups of frozen corn, but I've, I usually will just, uh, if I have a can instead, I'll drain the can and throw that in. Then it calls for um, a small red pepper, and I'll put whatever kind of pepper I happen to have. <laughs> <laughs> it calls for half a red onion, and again, it's whatever onion I have. 
And uh, then the dressing is um, uh, two tablespoons of olive oil and one and a half teaspoons of cumin, the juice of one lime. And if I don't have, if I have like uh, one of those little squirt things of lime juice, sometimes I'll just use that. Um, it's probably about two or three tablespoons of lime juice. Um, and then it calls for two teaspoons of hot sauce. And I don't usually put that much. <laughs> I'll put a little and, you know, depending on how I'm feeling. But anyway, and salt and pepper to taste. And you just stir it all up and, you know, let it sit for a while. And, you know, it doesn't even have to sit that long, but it's fine if it does sit longer. And I've also... You know, if I wanted to bulk it up a little, I've added some, uh, like, some cooked orzo or cooked quinoa. If, you know, there's a lot of vegetarians coming or something, I'll throw some quinoa in it. Whatever. But anyway, you could do a lot with it, but it's it's really good and nice and fresh tasting. And I actually went in today and made a grocery list and was thinking, hmm, I might have to try that. <laughs> but it, it is doesn't, that doesn't sound like enough dressing to really add a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's of, surprising, but it really? does. Yeah. Wow. The two tablespoons and the like I say, the lime juice is probably three, two or three tablespoons. Now like I say, I don't put two teaspoons of hot sauce. That's what it calls for. But I Yeah, don't that would be a little much. much. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like hot stuff, much. but that's a little. Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. But it's but, it's very good and very forgiving. Like I say, if you've got different ingredients and all that. So okay, well, it's going to be one of my favorites, I think. So <laughs> well, and it's great to take to a cookout because it doesn't have to be refrigerated. So no, that's it doesn't. A, a nice thing. So nope, nope. All right, <laughs> all right. Thank thanks you. a lot. Thanks yeah. for being here. All right, bye bye. Cindy is next. Cindy, Cindy, go ahead, please. Hello, everybody. Hi. Um, okay, well, I'm sort of like Peggy, okay? I sort of, it's whatever. Okay, so this is corn salad with feta. Mm. Four cups of fresher frozen corn. Rinse to drain to frozen. Boiled, grilled, <laughs> uh, boiled, steamed, or grilled if fresh. <laughs> cup of cherry tomatoes halved a third cup crumbled feta fourth cup of red onion fourth cup of fresh fresh bleh, basil thinly sliced two teaspoons extra virgin olive oil juice of one lime kosher salt and freshly ground pepper toss all ingredients together in a bowl Season with salt and pepper and serve. Now, like Peggy, <laughs> um, the tomatoes you kind of can't do much about unless you have other kinds and you chop them up real small. Um, feta, I'm not a fan. I can live with it, but I've used other. And then the onion, the same. I mean, it could be yellow or white. I can't see it. What do I know? <laughs> uh, now the fresh basil I will usually do because there is a difference mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. extra virgin or not virgin I don't care um, and juice 
the same thing. It, I don't always, I'll use what I have mm -hmm. and kosher salt. I think I have some and it's ground fresh or just black. Who cares? <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not going to go to corn jail if you don't follow and use that darn lime, lime I, unless I come down to your house and get that, pull it off your tree. <laughs> so that's it. But I'm going to be honest. It really, it is good. You know, it, it, it is good. And, and it I, sounds yeah, good to yeah, me. And I yeah. like, and that salad that Peggy makes, I've, I've make it too. And I, that dish, I should say. And I leave out the quinoa. If you're a vegetarian and you come here, well, you live with what you get. <laughs> or just push it out of the way. And thank you for sending me two you're recipes. Welcome. That was very okay. Well, I figured that was the that was the best. Yes, they, the they both sound good. So thank you so much. You're and welcome thanks for being here. Oh, you are welcome. I like this group. And stay safe. Yeah, I it just you missed the big giant clap of thunder and uh the big flash of lightning. And I don't know why the dog ran and hid behind me when it lightning. Not gonna do me any. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care about thunder, but she lets me know when it's lightning. Wow. Interesting. Oh, well. All right, All right kid. Thank you, dear. Bye. Holly is next. Go ahead, please, Holly. Okay. Holly. Uh, do you want, I sent you two recipes. I sent you corn in a hurry and cornbread. Which do you want me to, to do? Uh, whatever one you want to give. And if we have time, you can give the other one. Okay. Corn in a hurry. I It's easy. You get your corn, two two ears of corn, for you and your, if, you know, for, if you're feeding two people, you uh, break off that stem thing if it's on there. Then you take off the outside husks. You leave some husks on the, you know, like the ones that are close to the corn. You stick it in a microwave. You turn it on, cook it for five minutes, take it out, let it cool a little bit, take off the, the husks. And, and even the uh, silky stuff comes off because it's been cooked. And uh, serve it with your, with your salt and your butter, whatever you put on your corn. Five and minutes on high? On high. Wow. And it's delicious. It tastes better. You can't, it's really hard to get a bad ear of corn if you cook it that way. Mm. I haven't had fresh corn in so long that makes me want to go buy some. Well, you you should. I yeah. We we see we don't even get corn up here in the northwest until just about now, like right around Labor Day is when it's at its <coughs> exciting wonderfulness, and most of the rest of the country it's gone. Yeah, I have so. to look at it. So thank you, dear. And yeah, if we have time, come back and give us the cornbread. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Oh, I love this call. Jeanette is next. Jeanette, please go ahead. Hi, Jeanette. How are you tonight? I am excellent, Sheila. How are good. you? I'm good. So I used to have uh, some recipes for corn pudding casserole, but I've sort of been in my, if I haven't used it in the last 10 years, I probably don't need it. <laughs> but when I was living in uh, Newtown, Connecticut, which is one town away from Sandy Hook, which you guys all know. Yeah. Um, I met a wonderful woman who had two lovely children and a terrific husband. And they never knew when he was going to get work. He was a pilot. But 
he didn't always get work. So they were kind of on the poor side. And she always said, I may be poor, but my family will never go hungry because if I can take some good bread, good butter, and a good soup, my family will always be full. And I got many good soup recipes from her that I use today. And the one I'm sharing today is called Red Riding Hood Soup. Okay. And it calls for one pound of ground beef and half a pound of ground beef. And uh, Tori, uh, vegetarian friend here, um, I have been known to substitute that with some fried tofu um, that I put in toward the end of putting the soup together. Two cups stewed tomatoes, two cups water, one eight-ounce can of tomato sauce, one can of corn, but I like corn, so I always put in two, one half an envelope dried onion soup mix, and two tablespoons sugar. And that's just to make sure that it takes that little bit of the bitterness from the tomatoes Mm -hmm. and the tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. And you really can't taste it once it's made. You lightly brown the Now do you drain the corn? I always drain the corn for this. Um, It doesn't say that, but I have this thing about the water from the corn. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it always tastes good. And I think it's better to be cautious about it. Yeah. Okay. And then you add all ingredients and you simmer for 20 minutes. And that is it. That sounds good. It is good. Mm, and that I will. Really sounds um, good. Thank you. Sound very easy. Very it's very easy. Yeah. It's great for people who are just learning to cook. Um, and when I got it, I hadn't done a lot of cooking. And I am going You're to making mute. me hungry. <laughs> it, Stephanie, I, be, I believe I'm not quite done yet. Um, and <laughs> Stephanie, please be quiet. We are being streamed. So thank you. And um, as I say, it's one of those things that it's still one of my go-tos. It that sounds like a great cold day, just simple throw together. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we so, all need some of those. Yes, we do. Because I don't. I you know some people just don't have a lot of time to throw something together. So, thank you, Jeanette. Thanks for you being are here. Welcome. It's always good to be here. Thank you. All right, Katie, who's next? Greg is next. Please go ahead, Greg. Hi, this is Greg from Pittsburgh. Hi. Um, hi. I'd like to take, make a slight variation on the microwave corn that we uh-huh. heard two, two ago. Uh-huh. What I always did was um, I would always just take the ear, well, two ears, and just wash them off, you know, I mean, washed off the husks, you know, the, 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 the do not uh-huh. peel them, don't peel them back, but just rinse them off in case there's like dirt or bugs or gotcha or and then um in the microwave face you know like one 
one facing one way, one facing the other way. Uh, I five minutes is a little bit long for me. I would do like maybe two and a half minutes on one side, flip them over, and do half the amount on the other side, and they come out good. Now I always just peeled back, you know, the uh, the husks themselves. But I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said what they do is the part the the end of the corn that where the husks are connected cut that off Mm -hmm. and then take the put a pair of um oven mitts on take the narrow side and squeeze and the 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 corn will pop out of the husks minus the the you know the uh the silk wow uh see we're we're getting educated tonight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but 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 I I've I've cooked it so many different ways. Yeah. The only way that the corn tastes the best, you know, sweet, you know, natural tasting, is if it's cooked without pulling back, you know, the um the husks in the microwave. Very cool. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing and thanks for being here. All right. Okay, phone number 330, ending in 975. Please unmute. Hi, Stephanie. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm the one that they yelled at. (laughs) I didn't yell at you. I just asked you to please mute. Well, when I come in the meeting, it didn't say that I was muted. So That's quite all right. Normally, phone numbers are are unmuted. So, how are you tonight? All right. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I uh, have you ever heard of pumpkin spice chili? <laughs> no, huh? Uh, what you do is you, you cook the you know in the stove for like uh, you cook it in for like three twenty five. You just you just put like pumpkin and you put uh, like chili, like chili powder and meat, and you put that all the in. Uh, you just mix it all together. You can't really taste the pumpkin. The pumpkin's kind of like you know like buried in there. Oh, interesting. So is there corn in it or no? Yes, there's corn in it. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I like trying new food, so I just... <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's my first time, so doing on this call. All right. Thank you. We don't have any hands at the moment, but I'll bet if I take a breath, somebody will put their hand up. I'll bet they will, too. And that means I have to go look at my documents. Oh. Somebody is unmuted. So. All right. Carolyn isn't here. She sent me a... uh, corn fritter so let me find that i wonder if she got knocked off with the storm it could be um what did i do with that we do have a hand sheila oh good patty go ahead please Hi, Patty. How are you tonight? You're muted. Patty? 
You're still muted, Patty. She's our only hand, Sheila. All right. All right. So I have, let me see. All right. This is a corn pudding without the, um, yeah, she probably couldn't get unmuted. Um, this is a corn pudding without the cornbread mix. So this is one fourth cup of milk, three eggs, two cans of cream style corn, salt, pepper, one teaspoon of nutmeg, half cup of sugar, half cup of flour. Beat the eggs and milk together. Stir in corn in another bowl. You mix the flour and, and the other ingredients. I got muted. Katie, you muted me. <laughs> All right. Sheila, you're unmuted. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. For some reason, it said the host muted me. So anyway. All right. So let me go back over there. So. So you. um. Add the add the flour mixture to the corn mixture. Um, pour it into a greased nine by nine casserole dish. Bake for one hour at three hundred and fifty degrees, and it's good because I have made that one. So, all right, it, did Patty come back? She did, and she's uh, unmuted. Go ahead, hi, please, Patty. Patty. Hi, Sheila. I had to go off and come back on. I know. It's all right. It's all good. Got it, buddy. Um, I, I have a really good corn fritter recipe, but I'm packing to move, and my recipe books are already in boxes. So oh, moving is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, it's a nightmare, Sheila. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm when I find the recipe, possibly looking at that, too. So, yeah. So. Anyway, well. I wanted to say hi. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. All right, let's see. I've got a cream corn casserole. Let's see what this is. A stick of butter melted, a large onion, green pepper, red pepper, three eggs, one cup sour cream, one can of cream corn. And one third cup yellow cornmeal, salt, pepper, oh, and one cup of cheddar cheese, shredded, you know, of course. Um, melt the butter 
add the onions and peppers until a softened. Combine the rest of the butter, eggs, and milk whisk together. Mix in corn, um, cheese. Mix it all together. Put it into yeah. a casserole dish and put it in the oven for three hundred at three hundred fifty degrees for 30 to 35 minutes. So I will put that in the document. I haven't made that one, but it does sound good. And let me find Carolyn's um, thing that she sent me today because where it go? Here it is. It's corn and jalapeno griddle cakes. And they, she says in the thing, it says it looks like pancakes. So it's one cup all-purpose flour, one half cup yellow cornmeal, two teaspoons baking powder, one teaspoon of sugar, one fourth teaspoon of salt, one and one fourth cups of milk, one tablespoon of butter, one egg. And it calls for one uh, half cup of corn kernels from fresh corn. Well, we all know what that means. <laughs> we just figure it out. And one small jalapeno pepper without the seeds. And it says in a small bowl, whisk together flour, you know, all the dry ingredients. Beat in the milk and butter and eggs and in the corn and jalapenos. And then heat up the skillet. Um, put a couple drops of butter of water in so that it sizzles and we know that it's ready. Uh, a little bit of butter to it and melt it. Add one fourth a cup of the mixture. And it says, Cook about two minutes on one side, flip it over, and cook on the other side for two minutes till it's done. So I love corn fritters. I don't know that I would put jalapenos in it, but you never know. So, Sheila, we have a hand. All right. Cherie, go ahead, please. Hi, hey there. I thank you all. I want I don't have a recipe, but I would like to request one. Um I you had a, at a church thing one time. It's the cornbread, Mexican cornbread. It had all the ingredients, almost like a cream corn, but it had it was 
made into actual squares of cornbread, actual squares of cornbread. If anyone has that recipe, it had cream cheese and it had um, sour cream and I think cream corn. It was really good. If anyone has a recipe, I would like to have it. I believe we have that. Um, and while we have anybody else talking, I will look it up because I think we do have one. Thank and, you. And we do have a hand. Jeanette, go ahead, please. You're muted, Jeanette. Uh, can you hear me now? Sure can. Okay. So um, I, I love corn. So I went hunting and I found a recipe for honey butter skillet corn. And it calls for, oh no. I just lost the ingredients. Let's give me one second. It calls for a 16-ounce bag of corn, um, two ounces of cream cheese. And sorry, when I had to go back to Zoom, it kicked me out of the recipe. That's all right. Um, it says you can use any frozen corn for this, by the way. Um, and then it calls for um, okay, I finally got it. Um, Two tablespoons butter, two tablespoons honey, um, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon pepper, and then it says in a skillet pan, melt the butter and honey. Once melted, add the frozen corn and cook five to eight minutes, stirring occasionally until cooked through. Serve immediately. Leftovers keep well. Yum. And that's easy and uh, simple, and I yep. will do that. Yep. That sounds really good. Oh, and I did, I did get an oven-baked corn on the cob. And you take a corn on the cob, and it did not say fresh, so I'm assuming frozen, or you can take a fresh and shuck it, and then lay it in aluminum foil with melted butter and Parmesan cheese, wrap it up, and bake it. And I'll have to go back and look at the ingredients because I found the Mexican cornbread. <laughs> um, but I'll I'll certainly send that in the in the uh, document. But you bake it, and I don't think it called to bake it very long. I, I want to say it was a ten minute baking at three fifty. But 
I'll have to go back and look. So. All right, so Cherie, I found a Mexican cornbread, and this is what it's got in it. Calls for two eggs, one half teaspoon of baking powder. I don't know about y'all, but I buy self-rising flour. I don't deal with the baking powder and all that. But anyway, um, one cup buttermilk, one third cup oil, jalapeno peppers. And I'm sure that would be to paste is to taste. It, it calls for two to four. I think that's probably pretty spicy. But um, two tablespoons of chopped green peppers, half cup green onion, one half. See, this makes no sense. Why would you? And one and a half cups of self-rising cornmeal with baking powder. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm a little confused on that one. One cup cream style corn. One cup cheddar cheese, shredded cheddar cheese. All right, so you mix everything together except the cheese. Pour half the mixture in a pan. Sprinkle the cheddar cheese on top and then pour the rest of the batter on top of the cheese. Bake at 400, 450 degrees for 30 minutes. So I will add that, but it doesn't call for cream cheese. I And if I could find something like that, Cherie, I will certainly add it. So... All right. Anything else? We have Anybody? a hand. All right. Joanne, go ahead, please. Okay. Yes, ma'am. How are Hello. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Okay. That's good. Okay. Now I have a recipe for corn on the cob in the husk in the oven. Okay. Okay. So you preheat your oven to 350. You place your corn directly on the racks in the oven you bake it for 20 to 25 minutes you take it out you cut the end the bottom end of the cob off and you pull the top and the silk and everything comes right off mm. haven't tried it but it sounds foolproof but then again, I can be a fool at times. <laughs> so y'all yeah, going to try it. I'm going to get some corn on the cob and I will try it. But it sounds so simple. It does sound simple and it sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And so. like I said, I, I have uh, I have got to buy some fresh corn because I haven't it had any in several years. So mm. it's time to change. Yes. That. Yes, so. it is. <laughs> I've had some a couple of times. Okay. Thanks for welcome. being here. Hey, I'm I'm glad I was reminded. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Joanne. Uh, All right. Any other hands? No hands, Sheila. All right. I found a Texas caviar. And this is good. My daughter-in-law made this and she said, of course, they live in Mississippi. 
And she said, this is Texas caviar. And I said, what in the world is that? Well, let me tell you, this is what it is. One can of corn drained, one can of black beans rinsed and drained, one can of petite diced tomatoes, let me see, drained, onion to taste, it calls for half cup, one and a half, I, I would certainly add one or two onion, um, one to two minced jalapenos, chopped cilantro to taste, add red, green, and yellow pepper to taste, one, one small can of spicy V8 juice, one to two tablespoons of lime juice, salt, pepper, little bit of garlic salt, little bit of cumin. You mix it all together and let it refrigerate. You can serve it with Tostitos. It, it was really good with the Tostito scoops or Fritos, either one. But I'm going to tell you, that's a pretty tasty snack that's something i would take because number one there is no mayonnaise in it i would take it to a cookout i would take it to anything and it's yeah it's large so if you're going to a labor day cookout or something it would give you a huge bowl to take and <clears throat> you would have enough to serve the entire crowd because it lasts it lasted us an entire weekend so all right well we're going to end early again tonight this is the time that we're going to decide what we're going to do so august 24th are we going to look at labor day are we going to look at what are we going to start looking at let's so, do labor day all right. Why not? So what what kind of, are we just going to talk about anything we can bring to a Labor Day cookout, picnic, whatever? Hey, don't make it difficult. I said Labor Day. That's as far as I go. I don't care. <laughs> Anybody else got an idea? Because I, you know, I'm thinking Labor Day too myself. So, And you don't want to work Labor too hard. Good. Because it know, is Labor Day sounds good. Yeah, it is Labor Day. Anything you could bring to a Labor I Day. agree. I think that's a good idea. All right. So the next call on the 24th will be anything you can bring to a Labor Day cookout. So Peggy, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Flies. Oh. Oh no. no. They they want to no, they're not invited. No. <laughs> no flies, no ants. <laughs> no flies, no ants. That's right. So all right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Katie, thank you. Belinda, thank you for streaming. Thank you so much, everybody, for being Always here. Always fun.